Welcome to FNI Rap Chat Build. I'm your host, Ray Mongi. And I'm Stephen Fagan. And in every episode, we'll be delving into the entrepreneurial aspects of the audiovisual industry. We're focusing on business strategy, marketing, and technology. And learning best practices for how to set up, grow, and manage your creative business. We've made this to assist freelancers and established businesses in their day-to-day running of creative businesses. We'd like to thank our sponsor, the Headstuff Podcast Network. And before we get into today's episode, here's a quick preview of Pints of Malt. Okay, it's Jibs here from Pints of Malt. So our podcast is basically a group of Irish Nigerian lads who tell their stories, growing up in Ireland as well as Nigeria. And we'll share our experiences with all of y'all. We also had a bit of comedy as well, you know, to get y'all laughing, get y'all through the week in these tough times that we are in. So y'all sit back and just, you know, enjoy the show. As Jib said, we're the Pints of Mott Podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms, including the Headstuff Network. We're very excited about this episode of F&I Rap Chat Build, and we have with us today... Laura Elizabeth uh, from clientportal.io and a couple of other businesses as well. Um, so Laura would have been a designer for many years and then from her own pain and getting things set up and organizing her work with her clients, she actually developed a tool which now you can purchase and use to help your business grow. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later on. Um, she also has the Design Academy, which helps uh, developers understand the principles of design so that they can make better products for their clients which is fantastic as well so um i let's uh, let's introduce her here now so laura hello and thank you for joining us on the podcast today hi thank you for having me and uh, of course myself and Stephen will be having a chat with you for the next half hour or so um and learning what exactly you're doing with client portal and the design academy as well as what brought you to where you are today so um uh, let's let's start with Stephen. Uh, do you have any questions there? I, I have loads of questions, Laura. I mean, first off, um, when Ray introduced me to Client Portal, I was like, "Well, this is actually really amazing. It's such a handy tool to have." And I was already engaged. And what was interesting was on the Client Portal website, there was so much other things as Ray was saying, like the Design Academy and and your background as a designer. So I'm really fascinated to know what drove you to do this. What drove you to create Client Portal? Yeah. So. It was created basically as a a scratch my own itch kind of project. Um, So as you just said, I was a designer for many years, um, probably like eight years or so. And I was working with my clients and I always wanted to, I I was always really cared about how professional I looked to them. Um, And so I wanted some kind of project management tool because I had multiple projects going on at once. Um, And it was pretty much just me. And I found it hard sometimes to manage. Uh, so I would use something like um, there's well there's various project management tools out there. Um, they're usually like a, a monthly fee. Uh, Basecamp's like a really popular one, um, and they're all really good tools. But the problem that I found was they were way too complex for what me and my clients needed. So I'd use a project management tool that could do basically everything. It could do invoicing. It could do um, whatever you needed. Um, but it was just too much and my clients found the learning curve a little bit too steep and they wouldn't use it. They'd pretty much resort back to email 
um, and that you know they'd ask me for files that I'd sent them months ago. Sometimes I'd even have clients who would ask me years after a project finished for a logo that I did for them. Um, and it would be on some random hard drive somewhere that I didn't necessarily know where it was. Um, and it would be really frustrating because, you know, I just felt like I was just constantly having to send them these files, even though I was using these project management tools. So I wanted some something really simple and simple was key uh, that I could give my clients a login. They could bookmark the web page um, and they could just go in no matter how long ago the project was and they could find everything that we did so if they need if they want to look at the proposal again i don't know sometimes i don't know maybe they want to remember what they paid if they're doing a similar project or if they want to look at the contract or if they want the logo files if they want um, anything it's all just there for them um, because a lot of my clients aren't necessarily as organized as maybe i'd like them to be and so client portal is a way to sort of keep them organized and stop them from bugging me from all these files um all the time and it was it was just something that i didn't plan on ever selling to be honest i just made it for myself uh to use on my website um and i at the time i was speaking at a lot of conferences and i talk about you know how to work effectively with your clients and i'd mention you know put all your files in this one place that they can easily get to and i put a screenshot of client portal on the screen and afterwards everyone would come up to me and say hey where can I buy that that's like the tool I need and I I knew I needed something I didn't know what it is and that's exactly what I need um so enough people said that to me and I got enough people convinced me yeah you should sell this that I decided to just go for it and um well, yeah now it's pretty much my full-time thing aside from design academy as you mentioned well so it's a proper transition from like designer to tech entrepreneur sort of this mm -hmm. well and was there was there a sort of a why a car driver for this thing was was there a real frustration then to seeing there's nothing else out there in america or what like what was that like sort of emotional sort of why you need to do this was it just was constant frustration with the products that are out there already or yeah i think so and i think the products that are out there are they're, I, I, so I think project management tools are really good. I don't want to say they're not, but they're really good if you are a big team and you all, you know, work in this tool, you know, day to day and you're used to it. You understand the different terminology they have. Um, it's really good for that. But there wasn't really anything that I could find in the market for just a solo freelancer or maybe a small agency that didn't need all these bells and whistles that just needed something simple um but also something that looked really good and i realized that was really important to people too it was important to me as a designer you know i want everything i do to look good sometimes it's a bit of a hindrance um because i spend too long making something look good that doesn't really need to look good um but that was important to me because it was their my client's first impression of me um i wanted them to think i was professional i wanted it to all be you know, branded to either my brand or their brand. Um, and that was something that's really important to a lot of other people. Um, even if you're not a designer, uh, people who aren't designers still want their clients to be looking at some kind of interface that just looks good because it makes you look good. And I think that was the main frustration and there was nothing in the market that was, or that I could find that was really simple and 
looked good and made them look good. So, yeah. Well, it's amazing. So then what's next and where, where is it going to go? Are you planning to grow and scale this? Kind of. So it's so it's going really well. I'm I'm really happy with the product really as it is. And we release new features. Um, all the, well, we put new features out um, a few times a year. So we tend to work on one big feature at a time. Um, so the one that we've just worked on now is better notifications. So, you know, if a client uploads a file, uh, they get an email, you know, telling them to check their portal and all that kind of thing. Um, and we have a, a list of features that we really want to um, keep client portal updated. And we do, you know, little fixes and little tweaks um, pretty much constantly. Um, but I'm not too fussed actually about scaling it massively because I'm quite happy with how it's going at the minute. You know, it's yeah. a small business. It's pretty much just me. And then I have a, a part-time VA who helps with support. And then I have a developer because um, I'm a designer. I'm not a developer. So I need a developer, but she only works uh, part-time too. Um, but it just, it just, it's kind of like this nice little machine that just kind of clocks along nicely. Nice. Um, and I want to be careful as well, not to, I don't want to turn it into something that is that takes away from the simplicity because the simplicity is really what people like about it. Um, and so I'd rather, I always prefer products that do one thing really, really well and they just keep tweaking it and just make this thing that they do, the focus of what they do and they just do it perfectly. Um, yeah. And so I, I always want to be careful not to, start branching out into other things and potentially weakening the whole yeah. product um so yeah so i you know i'm happy i'm happy that it continues to grow um it just grows pretty organically um and yeah we just keep keep making these improvements and uh yeah i can't see that stopping for a long time sounds like a, a, a designer's perspective on the product as in just do that one thing really really well as opposed to like, let's keep expanding this brand and make loads and loads of money out of it. It's just like, let's just really, really do a good job in this. Uh, just to give your uh, our listeners an idea of why this tool would be good for them, um, for using it inside a production company or as a freelance videographer, you can actually, if you're using WordPress, is it just on WordPress actually? Yeah, it's just on WordPress. We do have a, quite a lot of people who don't use WordPress though. And what they do is they use client portal on a subdomain but they put wordpress on that yeah perfect. but yeah you do need wordpress yeah perfect no, i think it's great and um essentially you can set up a new project or use an existing template uh, or create your own template and reuse it for multiple different clients so if you have say a motion graphics project and you're doing the graphics on it or you're doing uh you know interviews or whatever you can actually package that up as a template and then you use wordpress to create a login for your client when they log into your website, then they just have this clean, crisp, clear, you know, very structured page where they can see everything that's going to be in the project. So what it gives them is an oversight of everything from if you're doing a video or an animation, you know, the script so they can click on that and it would link to your Google Drive, for example, with the script. And then you can create another section that will link direct to a PDF, for example. Or if you're doing the animatic, it will link direct to a Vimeo page or whatever. So it's, it's just very easy to actually connect all these things together and just have them in one condensed place. Um, so clients can not only, not only see the project overview and what's to come, 
but also they can tick off and essentially approve um, the different stages of the project and everybody's on the same page and it's just it makes managing projects so much easier um, so I'd highly recommend anybody who's using it uh, who's in video production to have a look at it because it just makes any workflow with your client much easier throughout the whole process yeah and it's really good for uh, film people as well because obviously their files tend to be quite large a lot of the time mm -hmm. um, so we do have a file upload feature um, but when we do have uh, people who do film and video production stuff using us and um, basically yeah like you say you can link to if you keep all your you know all your things in Google Drive or Dropbox you can link to that um, so it's not slowing down your website um, and it just gives your client like a better interface than just going straight to a Google Drive folder which can be a little bit sometimes confusing to navigate around um, but there's also this really cool plugin. Um, it's not actually part of Client Portal, but I recommend it all the time. It's um, I wish I could remember what it's called, um, but I can give you a link if you you know have show notes or anything. Yeah, we'll stick that. Um, but it's like a little plugin that puts Google Drive or Dropbox or whatever you use, and it gives you a little embed code. So you could embed a Google Drive folder into Client Portal, so um, they could access everything from there and that just keeps your website nice and light because i don't usually recommend people upload big files to mm. client portal directly so upload it somewhere else and then link to it from client portal um but it's really good because when you use all these different things like say you use google drive for storing your files and then you use um like newsy or better proposals or something for your proposals or hello sign for your contracts it's like so much mishmashed yeah. branding mm -hmm. and so many just different things going on and nothing looks coherent but these tools are all fantastic for what they do um it's just not coherent under your brand mm -hmm. um so client portal sort of gives you a way to keep it um under your brand umbrella uh but still being able to have all the amazing benefits of using whatever tools that you're already um, currently using exactly and i think i think that goes back to your point of just focusing on the one thing that client portal is good at and not trying to build an extensive file upload or a video player and all these like a signature thing try not to build everything there and just allow somebody to brand it and make that consistent branding so that it links to all these other tools that they might use for any specific project yeah exactly and you can embed videos into a um client portal if you want to so if you're using something like vimeo or uh, youtube or whatever you can just get the little embed code and just plug that straight in and you know uh use it that way so that's brilliant yeah, it works out well i didn't even um, know that <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> that's great and, i suppose like back to back to you i suppose what was the biggest learning you've had it's gone for a few years now isn't it client portal is not it's, it's yeah how many years has it gone i'm trying to think when i started it i started I launched it on Black Friday. I want to say like 2016, 2017 or something. Well, wow. So okay. a good few years. Yeah. yeah. Well done. As any, I say it was a massive learning curve moving from designer to like to tech entrepreneur as well. What's, what, what would you say is the biggest thing you've learned so far? Um, that's a good question. So it's, I think I've, well, to be honest, what I've learned is I've learned that I definitely enjoy what I'm doing now a lot more than what I was doing before. Um, it gives me a lot more um, freedom and 
you know, when I was freelancing, I sort of felt like I was spending a lot of time making other people's businesses better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted to work on something for myself and have just this little project that was mine. And what I love about working on Client Portal is that it it's it's just something, it's like a, it feels more like an asset that I have um, rather than trading my time and my skills for, uh, you know, money. It feels like something I'm building. Um, I don't have any plans to sell it, but it's something that potentially is sellable um, one day. But like I said, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't think, Um, but it's just nice to have that there. Um, And it was, I, it was a little bit, it was easier than I thought going from freelancing to um, working on products. And it actually made my freelancing work better. So I do occasionally take on client work now. Um, it's very rare, but it has to be like a really good project that I want to do because mm. I still do enjoy doing that kind of thing. Um, but if I do, I feel like I'm so much better at what I do. I'm so much better at understanding what a client wants me to do um, because I've worked on my own business and I've, you know, I've done things like, you know, copywriting for a landing page um, and, you know, conversion optimization and all that fun stuff. And I've dabbled in a a few ads, um, paid ads. And so I just, I have a better understanding of how these businesses run and it helps me relate to my clients even more so in a way i sort of wish that i dabbled in this before i did freelancing because i think it would have made me a better um freelancer like i realized that clients don't clients don't care about the things that i thought they would care about when i was a designer Mm -hmm. like they don't care about necessarily you know what's the trendiest design or um whether what's really great on dribble which is like a design showcase um, and I thought they really did care about that and now I know what they actually care about um, so that's been just an interesting observation uh, for me I think it's really interesting observation and I suppose when you've had a lot of experience in terms of dealing with clients and account management and just how you manage clients especially through client portal as someone who would sort of or this is actually a client interface really so so in terms of client management, was there anything you really sort of you recognised there that maybe creatives do do that maybe they shouldn't do or should do more of? It's a good um, question. Yeah, I think honestly, I think the main thing is uh, automating as much as possible. I don't think creators automate as much as they could, and by automation, I don't mean I don't mean necessarily things like sending out automated emails that are the same for everyone i suppose what i mean more is um templating as much as possible Um, so i think i used to spend so much time crafting really individual proposals crafting individual emails you know i would sometimes take forever to write an email to a client especially if it was a new client and i'd be overthinking things Um, and it was only when i started getting a little bit overwhelmed and overworked that I started systemizing my business and I pretty much systemized everything. So I have a, I still have it now. I have a uh, list in a tool called Atex, which is like Text Expander if you've heard of that, but it's like $5 instead of whatever Text Expander is. Um, and I've got every email that I would send to a client pretty much written out from start to finish. So 
when I get a new lead, this is the email that I send. And I just fill in little specific details that are relevant to them. So it doesn't look like a Te an email that just would go to yeah. anyone. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, so I have like a section of, you know, put here something personal or something yeah. like that. And I just put in a little sentence, but it's really nicely formatted and it, you know, it's clear, it makes sense. Um, and I've got it for everything. You know, when I give them the first draft of something, I have an email that goes along with that. Um, I have a weekly update email that I would say, because I'd say to my clients, you know, uh, every, on every, I think it was Thursday, at whatever time we'll do a call and go through what I've worked on this week. Um, every Monday, I'm gonna send you an email telling you what I, confirming what I did last week, what I am going to do this week, and then anything that I need from them. So if I need a, a logo for the, from them, or if I need a, you know, a login for something, I don't know. Uh, um, and I just have these emails templated out. Um, so I did all that, and then I templated out all my uh, proposal stuff, um, basically everything that I would use for a client and put it into client portal. So when I start a new project, um, basically, basically the way I thought about it was at some point I want to hire an assistant to do a lot of this stuff for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't in the cards right then when I was doing this, but that's the goal. So I, I had this document that was basically a, a standard operating procedure of everything from client first contact to client sign off. And it would be all the stuff that someone else could do that I didn't necessarily need to do. Great, yeah. um, and that was just a massive help. Absolutely. And I'd really recommend yeah. anyone just spending a day or voice. two that, doing that. That's brilliant. Um, have you have you heard of the book Built With? Or not Built With, sorry, Built to Sell? No, I haven't. It's fantastic. But it's essentially that it's a designer who went to his brother-in-law who was a big business owner or something or other. And he said, well, what you need to do is focus on one specific thing like logo design, but basically structure down everything that you're doing, every single step so that you can then pass this list on to anybody and they can do it. And um, yeah, they, they nailed that down. And basically, I'm not going to ruin the book, but he said, you know, when do you want to sell your business, your design agency? And he goes, ah, three years time. How much do you want to get for it? And he gave a figure. He got him to write it down and then he followed his instructions over the course of the, the three years and then was able to sell the business at the at the point of like, the price point that he he wanted so it's all about process and i think a lot of creative people mm. jump into new projects and look at new projects as individual projects where you can actually there, there is a process that you follow so you can kind of temp template a lot of the work that you're doing which just saves so much time and so much headache yeah. as well yeah and the client doesn't necessarily need to know that that's what you're doing because if you do it right they'll they won't necessarily know that this stuff's templated that you do it all the time and it just makes you come across as someone who has done this a lot who's very professional who um you know who's who's just basically you know got them covered and i i think a lot of a lot of freelancers have the problem with feeling like clients are micromanaging them mm -hmm. and what i realized was clients micromanage when they don't fully trust you or what's yeah. going on um, so the problem, even though it's easy to blame the client, um, the problem is usually something, maybe not always, but usually something to do with you and what you're doing or not doing, or you just maybe haven't made them feel like, you know, you, you've you got this. You're, you're trustworthy, um, yeah. 
Well, not yeah. trustworthy, yeah. but you, you know, you're you're capable. Yeah, yeah. and, and they just worry because. Sorry, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, they just worry because you know sometimes, sometimes, especially in like film and stuff, it's it's a lot of money that they're potentially spending, and they want to make sure that they've made the right decision. You know, did they choose the right person? Um, and you want to make them confident that yes, they did choose the right person. Um, and I think having all these processes and feeling like you know exactly what you're doing and you've just you're just taking them through it, mm -hmm. yeah. it just stops the micromanaging. And if they know that every week they have a call with you, it doesn't have to be every week, but whatever you decide, they know that these are the point of contacts with you. They won't feel like they need to be constantly checking up on you. Hey, any updates today? Because you know, they can go into the portal and check if there are any updates or they <laughs> exactly. can wait till the call or, you know, something like that. Well, I, th I think that's... Essentially, you're managing the client. Oh, sorry, there's, yeah, um, yeah. It's a sense you're managing the client instead of the client feeling like they have to manage you, really. Exactly. You, you've, yeah. you're, you're proving it to them uh, from the initial uh, initial touch point, which is generally when, when they do um, contact you first about work. But when you actually get them signed up, if they know that they've got a login that they can log into your website, it sounds like you've put a lot of development time and costs into your business and you've been doing this a long time that you know what you're talking about. So there's an immediate trust built there anyway, but it is a product that you're paying a subscription of only only a couple of hundred dollars to. Uh, but it makes, if everything's branded and everything's the icons are the same, it's just, it's a whole different uh, ball game when you're presenting it to a new client, definitely. So I'd like to take a minute now to thank the sponsors of this podcast. We have the Headstuff Podcast Networks, Film Equipment Store, Wildcard Distribution, and of course, the Octavid Player. Where were we? Um, I was just mentioning about the uh, the fact that you can actually brand the client portal so that you can brand it as your branding colors so that it seamlessly works throughout your website. So anybody, any client coming onto your website will log in and they'll just think it's part of your website and go, wow, these guys have put in a lot of money into making this uh, work well. So immediately it builds trust. Um, but a point that you said earlier, little did they know, but uh, earlier you said, Laura, as well, about sometimes you'd even uh, change the branding to suit the client's branding, which is a nice touch as well because um, it's recognizable to them immediately now. Hopefully, hopefully they don't think that you're ripping them off. But if the project breach, if the project brief is similar to what their branding guidelines are, then you know it might it might trigger that extra little bit of uh, consistency in in their head and go, okay, well this guy not only knows our brand already, but they've gone to the effort of making this whole thing suit our brand, which is a real personal touch when it comes to business with new clients. Yeah, I always love doing that. Um, so you have the option. So when you set up a new portal, you can, by default, it will have your brand colors in. But I always took the extra, I mean, 20, 30 seconds or something to brand it to the clients because the way it works is with client portal, there's only three colors that uh, you can change. So the design is is really simple for you to not get too hung up on yeah, all the details definitely. and it's it's all just going to look good no matter what you do um so i'd put in the client's brand color i'd have their brand color and accent color and upload their logo um, and then when they log in they kind of see they see their logo at the top they see their brand colors in this nice portal and it just kind of makes them go oh wow that's just a really nice it's a really nice first impression um, and I think first impressions are really important because it's going to set the tone for the whole project. And, 
you know, if they start the project feeling excited and feeling like, wow, you're really, you know, you're really committed to this and to us and to what we're doing, um, they're going to trust you more. They're going to be more relaxed. And it's probably going to go a lot smoother than a project that maybe, um, you know, maybe you're super busy and you haven't got all your, uh, you know, ducks in a row and you don't have everything templated out and you're sort of rushing to get everything together and you're just sending them random links now and again because you're so busy. Um, that can kind of make them feel a bit like, oh, gosh. Absol absolutely. It, yeah. it makes you come across as a bit scatty that, you know, you're not prepared yeah. for this project. And in, in fact, so they might go to somebody else. Yeah. But the, the fact that you mentioned three colors there like and uploading their logo, it's, it's a really simple process to actually change the branding and change the template on it like it is literally click here and change that select an icon that suits say the brief so if it's a storyboard you might have a little picture of an image or something on it if it's the voiceover track you'll have a little microphone or something so you can change the icons very easily and change the different stages it's just it's highly customizable but really simple like it's it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. a great to see in any sort of a product that can be really flexible but yet anybody can pick up and use it straight away. Like they don't need to be a WordPress wizard or anything. even, you know, if they have the basic knowledge of WordPress, they can they can get going straight away with it, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't take long to put together and it can, it just should look, you know, very slick anytime you, anytime you do it. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to mention, I think you said something about the, the subscription uh, price because that's also mm -hmm. a good point that um, something that I did deliberately um, so client portal is you buy it once, um, the, for, you know, the prices on the website, it's just one price. Um, but it's not really a proper subscription. So, uh, you basically get the entire product and then you get a year of support and updates. Um, if you want to renew a year later, um, there's like a renewal fee, which is, um, 50% of the the upfront price mm -hmm. oh, um, wow. but that's totally optional so you don't have to if you don't if you choose not to renew that you can keep client portal forever exactly. and you can use it forever with as many clients as you want we don't take it from you we don't stop you using it we don't shut down your portals or anything like that because it's all on your wordpress website um and that was really important to me because when i was a freelancer i and i'm sure you probably experienced this too everything is just a monthly cost and it gets really expensive <laughs> to justify yeah. and sometimes it feels like you don't really own anything anymore um exactly, yeah. and i understand because i know that for some a lot of people getting updates to software is really important um but for some people it's actually not that important and they'd rather just have a product that works mm -hmm. that they can just keep and they don't have to keep paying for every single month or you know for however long um they can just do a one-off payment and use it forever. So the pricing model was very specifically set up to help freelancers and agencies decide how they prefer to do it. So they can pay once, keep it forever. They can pay uh, a smaller yearly support and update fee if they want to keep getting the latest features and, and all that kind of stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. And I think even if you were to sign up and get the license there and use it for the year, you could probably actually go two or three years, grow your business up, and at the same time still receiving your newsletters and seeing what features are coming in and going, Wow, this is a this is a game changing feature. I'm gonna I'm gonna renew it for fifty percent off we go. So um yeah. that's great. It's a great option to give and especially for freelancers 
Um, I think that's a really good help to them because you're right, everything is subscription. I went mad when Adobe started um, the, the monthly subscription. I was, I was going nuts, but it's it's worked out well in the end, I guess, and it is constant this updates, although... This is from Ray, who's Mr. Lifetime Dale. Now he's like constant like, <laughs> Lifetime well, Dale. <laughs> so, uh, so when he, Ray finds a good deal, he's, he's all over it. So I think when he's seen Client Park, he was like, this is a really good deal. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So um, for me, it's great to see someone who's in the creative space I just kind of wants to help others in the creative space um, develop their own business as well with something like Client Portal. And I mean, there's, there's definitely a perception of creatives that's not always true that like, scatty and unorganized and flaky you know which you know which we all sort of battle against in the creative field i'd uh, just like to point out that Stephen is a creative as well and as well as running a business as well but definitely um he's talking about himself in some respect there oh, i'm talking about me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> but, um, me too yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's, it is that thing that's that perception of being unorganized and i mean and that's kind of what makes you creative but also like having these tools that's designed by a creative for creatives, it's it's important really, you know, whether they're designers or artists or audiovisual producers or animators, um, it's important to have those tools that are designed for the creative mindset as much, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. And even if you are, even if you do consider yourself quite an organized person, I mean, stuff happens and sometimes you get overwhelmed. You've A lot of freelancers and agencies get get the feast and famine cycle of freelancing where mm -hmm. you've suddenly got more work that you can handle but you don't necessarily not want to do it because you don't know when the next famine's going to be um so even if you're pretty organized sometimes things can go crazy and i mean especially now with mm -hmm. the whole you know covid stuff a lot of people are their lives are a little bit different and maybe they've got kids at home who they're having to homeschool and that kind of stuff and uh, a usually organized person can just everything can just sort of get on top of you without any warning um you know you could get sick or you know anything could happen and it's really nice to have these these tools here and these processes here that when that does happen rather than if that happens it's more likely when that happens you can still present a somewhat um uh organized front to your clients mm. regardless of what's going on in your life <laughs> absolutely i think that's really great no, was sorry go ahead so I, I was just going to make the point of the the other side of that of actually clients uh, hands up who's worked with a client who's a bit scatty you know uh, it, it, happens, <laughs> it happens more often than we like but uh, the fact that if you have a client that you can say this is everything that you're going to see in the project and each of these little boxes essentially light up and are ready for you to click on and approve when you're ready to deliver that work to the client so they don't have to check multiple emails like i don't know i've worked on many projects over the years where things are in whatsapp chats and in sms chats and over phone calls so they're in a notebook somewhere and their email and they're maybe even facebook messenger like it's just scattered everywhere i love the fact that this tool just condenses everything down into one simple to yeah. use page it's uh it's phenomenal i love it personally but uh, yeah and i've i've worked i've been working <laughs> with them this is a good ad for you there <laughs> i know it's fantastic testimonial um well i've been working with you know various people with things like um you know we're redoing our bathroom at the minute 
Um, I've also been working with, um, I've been having to do a lot of visa stuff because I'm, as you can probably tell, I'm English, but I'm living in the States. So I have to do a lot of visa stuff. And a lot of people that I work with, I, I kind of just want to say, hey, you should buy, you should buy Client Portal um, because they're just sending me just multiple email threads of just links and stuff. Yeah. And I have to then go back and try and find it. And I'm trying to search the inbox thinking, God, there was this email that she sent that had this well, thing in that I need to find now. And what I suggest, Laura, is actually take an all of them yourself, everything from the bathroom, organizing it into a client portal with everything listed as you would normally, and then send that bathroom company this and say, here, look, it's a freebie. Use this. Have a yeah. look at this. If you want to use it, I'll give your company 50 percent by the by the multi seat license. Off you go. Um, yeah, I actually you should do that probably. Pr prove it. Yeah. To, prove it to them that it works because, you know, yeah. I'm sure they've had other other like even for companies like that, they would have customers who lose invoices and need them at the end of the tax year. Or I don't know if you do that for bathrooms, but um, if they need to find these documents at some point, like quotes or whatever, at least they have one simple place to find it. So it's not just for video production companies and for freelancers and uh, design people. It's it's actually applicable to yeah. everybody. Yeah. And one of our biggest customer bases, so freelancers and agencies are the biggest, but um, probably the second business is lawyers, law firms that well, use okay. Client Portal. Yeah. That's and I fantastic. think for that reason, because people, you know, they get frustrated when people email them saying, oh, I need that tax return again. I've lost it. And yeah. like, why didn't yeah. you save it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have a ton of those using us. Um, so, yeah. I was, I mean, anyone that has like, any, any system like I me, mean, I'm gonna be big, my, my, my little internal mantra is that all systems fail, you put enough pressure on them, do you know. So, um, having something like client portal that's like just one less thing to worry about when all else goes wrong, you know, hey, it's organized, it's all there, it just takes yeah. pressure off. And there's so much to do, especially as a freelancer or one of the small, small business, you're dealing with a lot, there's a lot, a lot of things to deal with, and just having everything in one place, nice and neat. It just takes so much thinking involved. That that's our cognitive load that you have to deal with day to day. Of, yeah, so I have to look at invoices, then I have to look at design, I have to do a new shoe, I have to talk to this client about that, I have to you know, look at a legal document, I have to, you know, all these type of things. Yeah. Have somewhere that you can just bring it all together. Makes so much sense, you know. Yeah, because you've got to deal with current clients and current projects that you're working on. You've got to deal with potential future clients and trying to, yeah. you know, sell them. And you've got to deal with past clients who keep coming back to you if they, you know, <laughs> lose something. And yeah. it's it's a lot for sometimes ha just one person. Hands up who had a client who came back four months later asking for a tweak or a change. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. probably even a year or two later, like uh, it yeah, does happen. Yeah. It's just it's oh, nice yeah. to say here, look. Just go back. You've got to log in. You don't even have to bother me, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. Just make sure they yeah. bookmark it. I mean, that's the main thing. Just say bookmark this link. You're going to need it. Brilliant. And yeah. and going going forward, is there anything else? Like obviously you're you're working with uh, building up client portal more and making the updates and everything. Is there any other tools or any other processes that you felt frustrating or you found a, a pain point in any other design work that you were doing that you think you can apply? a software solution to? You mean like a separate thing that's not client portal? Yeah, anything separate or any, anything that you you may look at in the future or you're thinking of looking at now or? Yeah, so, well, one thing that I do have that I sort of started um, maybe a year or so ago is it's called Project Pack. And because um, we were talking about 
you know, templates and things and just having all your documents there. Um, I decided to create a, a set, a series of packs. So I've got, I've currently got a web design pack. I've got a branding, oh, I'm about to release a branding pack in the next couple of weeks um, and a marketing consulting pack. And it's basically uh, templates of every single document you need for these projects so okay. you know it's got everything from the invoices it's got a nice getting started guide with all the frequently asked questions it's got Ooh. pricing guides it's got like site map stuff and just absolutely everything in i in you know things like indesign illustrator sketch affinity um google docs word like whatever it's got all the different um formats and the idea is what you can do is i also created client portal like a little client portal template um, so you can take one of these packs and use it with client portal and you just upload this XML file and it creates a portal for you based on the pack that you've purchased. So it will set up like a web design project or set up like a, uh, you know, branding project or whatever, um, and have all those documents that you just need to go in. Um, and it's the same thing as client portal where there's just three colors that you need to change. Mm -hmm. Um, and for most software, there's it's using global colors. So you only have to change it once and it will change it everywhere. Change your logo and then, you know, change your company name and, you know, you can tweak the content, but the content's all uh, written exactly as I would use it in a project. Um, so the proposals are all the proposals that I would have used. So it's not lorem ipsum, yeah, you know, yeah. it's actual text. That's, um, you, you've just yeah. downloaded your brain into the product packs and then basically all the, every the whole package of what you would give to a client you've packaged that all up and there you go use yeah. that if you want that's super yeah exactly and there's always more packs in the work so uh we i get a lot of requests for um like a, a video a film one i was just about um, to SEO. say yeah <laughs> yeah so they're the two big ones that i get asked for a lot um i probably need to partner with someone on the on the film one because i don't do film projects but i have a few friends who do so uh i can I I can see how, about what they do. I can see how that could be very helpful for a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners as well. So we'd love to hear any updates in the future when you do eventually release that pack. We'll do a, a, a promotion in the group there for you, definitely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and if there's anything like you know, if any of your listeners want in that pack, then just yeah, let me know because I'm open to uh, pretty much any ideas at this stage. But yeah, they're the two packs that I think are going to be coming in the future. Great. Sounds really interesting. I just love the idea of Ray saying that downloading their brain. It was always just... <laughs> it is so, isn't it? Just lovely template structure of things. And my head was like, download with a brain. It's always going to be like loads of beans and spaghetti and just like... <laughs> <laughs> Big mess. <laughs> Randomness. <laughs> Big mess. <laughs> well, that's Big it. Big beans? Oh, yeah. Okay. Big beans. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I just ordered a case because you can't really get them as much in the States. You get them so, delivered from Ireland? For, uh, yeah, I think, I think really? I don't know where it comes from. Somewhere in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. Yeah, it's shipped today, so should be here by Thursday. You've got to get proper bread stuff as well. Because, yeah. Bread over there, so. No, that's the hard. That's honestly the hardest thing is the bread, definitely. Yeah. And you can't yeah. really ship that because it doesn't last. Yeah. So well, the Wonder Bread might be. You get Wonder Bread over there. That's a. That's that real thick white, wheat, wheat, white bread. I don't, I don't think I've seen it. No. Mm. You can make your own. 
yeah that's what i need to do that's what i need to do i've got a bread machine i just i can never be bothered (laughs) so 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 your designer uh lecturer and design and design academy tech entrepreneur and bread maker baker yeah yes yeah i should it seems like everyone else in lockdown has learned to make bread except me so yeah 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 Um, yeah, last bit last question for me is like what's that big of a bit of advice you know what i know we've mentioned before but if you could say one thing to our listeners now what would it be about business and Everything else, what would you say? I, I think specifically moving from creative to the business side of things as well. Is that what you mean, Stephen? Yeah, we do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if like if a creative wants to get more into like a productized or into the business. Just into the business yeah. in general to be able to to sell and promote and to grow a business yeah. themselves. Well, I think I can't remember one of you made a really good point. Um it was you said it, I think it was about the book you were talking about, where, where you said talking about selling a business. Mm. Um, and I think that's really important. Uh, be, so I would I would say to anyone, uh, even if you don't ever intend on selling a business, like I say, I don't intend on selling Client Portal. Uh, I'm sure many people don't ever intend on selling whatever business they're doing now. Um, but I would really recommend treating your business as if one day you might sell it. Um, and that means things like, you know, like we talked about systemize different things, um, but also try not to make it. So I see my dog in the corner. I can see him break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just dancing around. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, uh, you know, you know, maybe move away from you as a freelancer. Uh, you know, this is, this is you personally selling your time, skills and stuff for money, because you never know what's going to happen one day. Maybe one day uh, something's going to happen and you need to hire people to be doing some of the work for you. If your face is like the main asset of the business, uh, that becomes a lot harder to do because people want to work with you specifically. Um, And I'm all about um, stability and just longevity and making sure that whatever you're doing is going to serve you for as as long as possible um and i just think yeah being able to um pretending that you're going to your business treating your business like it's an asset that one day someone else might take over you could still run uh, so you can hire other people to do uh, whatever you're doing now you can maybe shift into more productized consulting and then maybe shift again into products um, gives you a lot more freedom and flexibility um, if anything ever happens and you maybe can't work as much or just don't want to work as much um, so you can scale your business and I think that would be my my main bit of advice that's great of a job yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely brilliant that, that was fantastic. Thank you for your great time. advice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us today. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it Me it too. Really insightful as well. So thank you. And uh, actually, learned loads as well. And really good to know about Client Portal. I'm actually going to go on onto the Client Portal site now and download it for myself. But it's, <laughs> it's perfect. So uh, you just saw me. So, awesome. Uh, thank you. And well, hopefully. Hopefully, it's uh, if anybody else wants to have a look at Client Portal, it's www.client-portal.io, and you can go there. There's a demo on the front page as well, so you can check it out. You can see what it is, and you can have a look at the the packages that uh, Laura's doing as well. So, um, yeah, I think that's 
about it. We're going to wrap up this episode and we look forward to having you uh, listening to the next episode of FNI Rap Chat Build. Uh, so I'd love to thank you, Laura, our guest, for coming on today. And um, Stephen, do you have any last words there before we wrap up? Massive thank you. I'm very much uh, very grateful for you being our first podcast guest. Um, and thanks for taking time to, to chat with us today, Laura. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great.